But worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. <clears throat> we have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, for the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 132 and 134. Lord, remember David and all his trouble. How he sware unto the Lord, and vowed a vow unto the Almighty God of Jacob. I will not come within the tabernacle of mine house, nor climb up into my bed. I will not suffer mine eyes to sleep, nor mine eyelids to slumber, neither the temples of my head to take any rest. Until I find out a place for the temple of the Lord, an habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of the same at Ephratah, and found it in the wood. We will go into his tabernacle and fall low on our knees before his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into thy resting place, thou in the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints sing with joyfulness. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord hath made a faithful oath unto David, and he shall not shrink from it. Of the fruit of thy body shall I set upon thy throne. If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children also shall sit upon thy throne for evermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion to be a habitation for himself. He hath longed for her. This shall be my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have a delight therein. I will bless her victuals with increase, and will satisfy her poor with bread. I will deck her priests with help, and her saints shall rejoice and sing. There shall I make the horn of David to flourish. I have ordained a lantern for mine anointed. As for his enemies, I shall clothe them with shame, 
but upon himself shall his crown flourish. Psalm 134 Behold now, praise the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord. Ye that by night stand in the house of the Lord, even in the courts of the house of our God. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth give thee blessing out of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the apocryphal book, First Maccabees. In those days arose Mattathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Jorib, from Jerusalem, and dwelt in Modin. And he had five sons, Jonan called Caddis, Simon called Thassai, Judas, who was called Maccabeus, Eliezer called Avaron, and Jonathan, whose surname was Aphis. And when he saw the blasphemies that were committed in Judah and Jerusalem, he said, Woe is me! Wherefore was I born to see this misery of my people, and of the holy city, and to dwell there, when it was delivered into the hand of the enemy, and the sanctuary into the hand of strangers? Her temple is become as a man without glory. Her glorious vessels are carried away into captivity. Her infants are slain in the streets, her young men with the sword of the enemy. What nation hath not had a part in her kingdom and gotten of her spoils? All her ornaments are taken away. Of a free woman she has become a bond slave. And behold, our sanctuary, even our beauty and our glory, is laid waste, and the Gentiles have profaned it. To what end, therefore, shall we live any longer? Then Mattathias and his sons rent their clothes and put on sackcloth and mourned very sore. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble in me. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixteenth verse of the sixteenth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Now it happened, as we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this deed she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. 
and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us thy mercy. Without being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of the only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, looking at the the first lesson, which comes from the Apocrypha, being um, the first book of Maccabees. Uh, first off, this is an apocryphal book, so it doesn't carry the same weight as um, a, a canon, a book of the canon would. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't have value and that it can't be used for instruction and learning. And first and second Maccabees are uh, uh, of the genre of the histories. So they would be of the same genre as uh, first and second uh, Samuel, first, second Kings, those kind of things. And they take place after the Babylonian exile. 
and the return of the remnant to Jerusalem. And so what we have is um, a remnant in Jerusalem that, you know, for all intents and purposes at this point in, in, in the history of um, Israel is, is much better at at least following the letter of the law um, as far as the commandments. Um, and one thing that, that <clears throat> is kind of worthy to keep in the back of our minds is that when Israel was conquered, when Judah was conquered by uh, the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, they never were a free nation really again. Um, and they'd always, you know, rule over them had been transferred from the Chaldeans to, and I'm not going to get all, all of these, but the, the big ones were the Chaldeans, the Babylonians, the, um, then the, the Persians conquered Babylon and, and then therefore also conquered Judah. Uh, then Alexander the Great comes and conquers and uh, one of the, you know, his, his, uh, his empire was split between his generals and one of them um, currently is ruling over uh, what, what is now where Jerusalem is. And so they are being ruled over by a Greek general that was one of, um, a descendant of a Greek general that was one of Alexander the Greats. And um, they may have, you know, uh, you know, a rebellion here and there and may have some semblance of freedom, but um, they won't be free. They'll be, you know, after Alexander the Great's empire is conquered by the Romans, they'll be under the Roman, and then, and then Rome destroys the city again. And so, um, you know, this, this kind of is their story, that their unfaithfulness uh, to God uh, during the first temple resulted in God's glory leaving the temple, never to return, even to the second temple, and Israel constantly kind of being under the rule of some other leadership. And, and what they're waiting for is the Messiah to come and free them. And what they think is it's a political freedom where they finally get their independence back and, you know, God will dwell in the temple again and everything will be back to when King David was. And so that's kind of the backdrop where you have Matthias, Matthias and his children, the most important of which is uh, Judas Maccabeus, because um, he will, when his father Matthias dies, Judas is the one that takes up the cause. And the cause is that um, the, the, their current rulers are not quite as generous as the Persians were. The Persians sent, them, sent the remnant back to Jerusalem, helped to rebuild the temple, and allowed them to carry on uh, their, their um, uh, carry on the, the temple worship as normal. And then you have uh, this current, uh, this current leadership have uh, profaned the temple by offering sacrifices uh, on on the altar of, of unclean things like pigs and things. And so, you know, the the, the Jewish uh, people, especially Matthias and his children, are upset at this, and and they call this as a great um, profaning of the temple, and that's what this poem is about, is that the temple has been profaned. Um, it isn't what its former glory is. And I like the line that uh, instead of a free woman, uh, she has become a slave um, and or a bond servant. And, and so Israel, Jerusalem, 
is not fully free. The temple is not fully free while they have um, these these foreign rulers over them kind of either uh, profaning their temple or giving them permission to use the temple in the right way. They, in either case, they're not truly free. And so that's what, um, that's what um, is kind of fomenting here is they're wanting to be able to worship God in the right way on their own without the permission of anyone. Um, looking at our uh, New Testament lesson, we're carrying on through the book of Acts and you have uh, this, this girl who um, is owned by two men and she has a demon which allows her to tell fortune and the two men, her owners are making profit off of this neat parlor trick that she can do. And so <clears throat> St. Paul comes by and encounters this and there's two things here, two of the, the cardinal enemies of, of, um, of the person is, is the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we have the world present in the two masters who are making profit, and you have this demonic spirit that's inhabiting this girl, allowing her to tell the fortune. And St. <clears throat> Paul casts out the demon and frees this girl from demonic captivity. And so the power of the gospel is that <clears throat> it frees us. And so uh, when we look at, you know, ancient Israel, especially during the time of the Maccabees, where they are under bondage of a hostile foreign nation, um, <clears throat> you can see how the gospel and Jesus um, and free people, not quite in the same way that, the, you know, the Old Testament especially the Maccabeans were looking for, but is um, still freeing. This girl is now freed. Um, and not necessarily from the two men that own her, but um, but the two men now are upset because they've lost their income. She's, she's no longer useful for fortune telling. And so they want to um, throw St. Paul into jail, and they do. And... Um, and so this would be, you know, an example of the forces of the world seeking um, their riches off the um, off the backs of those who are marginalized, and um, and so that's kind of this characterization. And it goes to show, as um, Bishop Scarlet was talking about, you know, during uh, Christmas tide this year, that not everyone's happy to hear the gospel message. Not everyone's happy to see people becoming free, um, freed from sin, freed from the world, the flesh, and the devil, uh, that the gospel will be opposed by all three of these forces. And um, and so it's just something that, you know, we, we need to take with us and, and to keep in mind that although we, we do want to do work and minister to others in the world, um, that the gospel is opposed and um, that it's important to to know that but to not be deterred by it and to still go out and to do good to others um, especially those that are on the margins such as this um, this bond servant girl so a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons we'll continue with evening prayer with the reading of the litany for the church and evangelism since it's a wednesday so you may click the link in the chat bar and follow along by reading the italicized portions aloud as we 
go through this litany. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God, for the prayers and intercessions of all those who are present. We ask that God would help to increase the opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and the uh, parishes and communities our diocese is working with. We ask that God would give um, the members of the Holy Trinity a fruitful and blessed long season of Trinity and that we all may grow in closeness and in faith um, to God. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to con comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. In the patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the communities and parishes our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a great and fantastic Wednesday evening. Thank you so much. Good yes, evening, everyone.